0: Hey everyone, Mr. Toast here. Just a quick reminder that you can watch the podcast live and interact with us and other viewers on Twitch.tv convictedtoast Convicted Toast. I also wanted to mention that we have a Discord server where you can ask us questions and make suggestions about the podcast. Link in the description. Enjoy the episode.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to, what is this now, the 15th episode of the Mixed Media Podcast. I am Convicted Toast. <laughs> joined as always by Mikey Nike Rager, and today we are going to be doing an Odd Taxi in-depth discussion. Uh, uh my birthday falls in December, and I convinced uh, Mr. Keegan over here. I was like, for one of our episodes in December, I want to do Odd Taxi. It's one of my favorite anime series. I watched it when it was coming out week by week it was it's it's a good time and i was like i want to do that for my birthday and let's cover it on the podcast so here we are
0: yeah Uh, additionally uh with your intro if anybody's like just jumping around the episodes and this is the first one that they found they're just gonna be like
1: what (laughs) oh yeah i introduced (laughs) us backwards yeah yeah Yeah. completely um sam says in the chat i think i might be having a heart attack it smells like toast in here that's a stroke (laughs)
0: <laughs> also disproven nobody knows what it smells like when you have
1: a stroke i feel like there was one guy that like sometime like in history had a stroke and was like did i leave the toaster on <laughs> or did i leave my toast down or some shit like that maybe it was like in the 50s maybe he did smell burnt toast that's how it got yeah, started because
0: the toasters before didn't uh didn't pop automatically they just you had to open it yourself I
1: am having a stroke. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the eccentric driver is the first episode of the series. Let's just hop right in. Uh so this series is really cool. Um, they uh, it, it kind of fell under the radar for a lot of people. Oh, excuse me. Um, not a lot of people which, uh, saw it when it was coming out. It wasn't very popular. There are other big things that were coming out that uh, that year. I believe it started airing in April of 2021, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh,
0: I think I remember that, because we were working at the same place at that time, and you were really excited about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was. And they were going to do a... um. F- well, they did do a physical release of it, and I wanted it so bad but I decided against it because it was 28,000 yen, which is around 250 American dollars. Wow. Yeah, it was very... They only sold 500. That is crazy. So if you have one, it's probably worth quite a bit of money. Yeah. Uh, We watch this primarily on Crunchyroll, uh, so if anybody wants to check it out, uh, that's the best destination. I feel like we should have, like, thrown that out there for, like, our our listeners like for everything we watch be like yeah this is on you know we watch this on this that way they yeah. can check the only it time out that
0: it becomes an issue is when we watch something like that you already own through like a uh, voodoo or not, not voodoo um,
1: oh that's true yeah it is voodoo
0: okay yeah um whenever we watch something like voodoo or something like that but we i mean at the time we could definitely like take a look and see what it's streaming on at the time that we upload yeah.
1: for sure i think that would be kind of if people wanted to check it out and then go back. Yeah. Um, so this series is about this taxi driver who is a walrus and it's kind of like a crime Uh, it's funny and there's a lot of different things going on in it Um, it, it, at the end of the day though I think it really boils down to a mystery yeah largely Um, it's set yeah I'm trying to think I don't want to explain this Uh, all of the characters are Animals—they're anapomorphic animals, and they're all like representations of either what they look like or what they act like. Um, Sam says, "I will say I haven't seen this whole show, but the music is amazing and it's visually stunning. Yeah, it 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 is really pretty, and yeah. I love I love the music as well."
0: When we watched the first episode, I uh the intro came on, and I was like, "I feel like this intro is lulling me into a false sense of security." And Mike's like, "Maybe." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the intro is very happy. It's kind of lo-fi-esque in a way. And then we just get the show which opens the first shot immediately after the opening credits is a body being dropped into the water and like you see like the bubbles coming out and you're like what the hell. Uh, so he fixed, he fix He picks up his first passenger who's this uh this teenage boy he's obsessed with his phone in the intro we we get to see a lot of uh, metaphors for uh the characters and the things that kind of make the characters and for the hippopotamus his ego is inflated by his phone he is obsessed with the idea of going viral and in this episode uh, he does um, he takes a picture with taxi driver uh, Odakawa is the uh walrus's name. He takes a picture of him, like, just a selfie and posts it online. And in the background there is this gangster that is another, uh, I would say, one of the two primary antagonists in the show. Yeah. Um, What is he? I know he's a type of ape.
0: Yeah, I don't I quite know, to be honest.
1: I think it's... I don't know. That's a really... I've always wondered that cuz like a lot of them I can kind of tell like Kakion uh or Kakihana he's kind of just like a normal monkey <laughs> but I'm not sure what Dobu would be. Yeah. Um, so the post goes viral um eventually he gets stopped or this is before the post goes viral he gets stopped by these two cops they're twins uh the Daimon brothers and one of them is the little brother is this law-abiding, like, I only care about justice kind of cop, and the older brother, he's on the mops payroll, yeah. essentially. Um, It's revealed on the radio that there is a high school girl. She's gone missing, and we see Otakoa in his apartment. He's talking to something in his closet. They don't respond to him, whatever's in there, and he's kind of... Talking to it. And, uh, I think it's after this where we meet Goraki,
2: isn't it? Um, in the nurse.
1: I think so. So we meet, um, his doctor who he is seen as a gorilla. And, uh, they kind of have this whole argument, which I love. I love listening to the, um, Japanese sub of this show because they get into an argument about this 80s movie that came out in America that Bruce Springsteen is in and Otakawa when they're in the middle of their argument challenges his doctor to try and say Bruce Springsteen three times fast Mm -hmm. without messing up and you just get to hear this guy with like that's probably spoke Japanese his whole life that just got handed this piece of paper with Bruce Springsteen written on it three times he's like bruce springsteen like try to pronounce it yeah it's
0: really funny it's pretty it's pretty good um there's actually a ton of references in this show and um from what mike was telling me there was a somebody wrote a review i don't remember where you said but they said um this anime uh, this anime is pretty much what if tarantino did a like made an anime with the amount of like references there
1: are Yes, exactly, yeah. There's a lot of pop culture stuff, especially, like, references to American pop culture. Yeah. Sorry, I needed a drink of water there. Um, oh, Sam says in the chat uh, that he is a baboon. That makes sense.
3: Okay.
1: That makes sense. Um, yeah, we get a really cool uh, pop culture reference scene in a couple episodes that I like that uh, we could talk about. Uh, So, the cop takes the SD card from his dash cam, all this footage, and he's like, we're pretty positive that that missing high school girl got in your cab last. Um, And then after this is when we meet Kakiana, and he's on this dating app. He's, like, in his, what, mid to late 40s? Yeah. And he's not getting any matches, so he raises his income. To like an obscene amount that he probably hasn't seen in like ten years of working. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot of money. I, I we looked it up, but it, I can't remember what it was. But it was it was a lot. Um, so uh, I'm trying to think of oh uh the nurse. I'm pretty sure the first episode ends with the nurse. She gets a ride. Yeah. And we see Dobu in this alleyway kind of handing something off and oh he gets the sd card that's what it is uh the cop gives him the sd card and we see that the cop is on his payroll so uh what were your like initial thoughts when you saw the first episode
0: it's very interesting because um with hindsight of course the first episode you're kind of like i'm not sure really what's going on just yet and all of this is just laying groundwork because every single character that we get introduced to in the first episode reappears throughout the entire course of the show. So the first time that we're being introduced, I'm like, they're name dropping all these characters, but I haven't actually had any screen time with them. And then as the show progresses, you get more. But that first episode, you're very much like, what am I about to get into?
1: Yeah, it it's very interesting. I remember when I watched it, I started it I think when either the first two or the first three episodes were out. And I think it was the first two. And then I watched it weekly after that. And it was really interesting because the first episode kind of grips you. You're immediately like, okay, this is kind of dark. What's happening here? There's that that cute baboon is a mobster. Yeah. And one of those dogs is a dirty cop. Like,
0: (laughs) it's. What's even crazier about it is the way that they like. Uh, uh, so in the first episode, we don't really know much about Dobu. We just keep hearing, like, people reference him, like, on the, um, on the radio they talk about him. I'm pretty sure, uh, when he gets stopped, uh, by the older, uh, the older cop, he mentions him. And it's, uh, like, you don't really know much about him just yet. You just know that he's, like, just wanted, like a wanted criminal.
1: Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't really get a lot about him, you just kind of see him in passing in the first episode, yeah yeah no i I agree with you uh, the second episode we start off with um o- a conversation between Odo Kawa and Kakihana about um, the nurse he's talking to him about how he tra- they traded phone numbers, and that's when Kakehana gets the match of the calico cat who we will find out more about her later, but he gets a match, an 18-year-old girl. I'm pretty sure I remember now. He's 56. Yeah. If memory serves me correctly, because it was right there what it said his age. He accepts the match, of course, because he's 56 and single, and it's an 18-year-old girl. Yeah. So... um, Then we get to see... Well, we get a little taste of who they are in the first episode, not a lot, but we get to see Mystery Kiss, who's kind of like this J-pop idol group, up and coming uh, female singers. Uh, they are pretty much integral to the plot. Yeah, uh, they definitely are. Um, we and then we get introduced to Emai, who is this like super obsessed fan that was at Mystery Kiss's first show that they ever did, and he will buy all of their merchandise he wants to see every show they do he pays for all the meet and greets i mean he is like super fan
0: yeah he uh it's funny cuz he ends up in um Otakawa's cab at one point he's like can hey, you just take me here for like i can't remember how much he says um it's like what 10,000 yen or something not 10,000 it's
1: i think it was like five or six and it was eight he didn't have the rest of it he tells him that he's gonna buy a lottery ticket yeah he's like you have money for for a lottery ticket (laughs) 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 um we kind of get a little bit of a glimpse uh some hints about the ban uh they're the band sorry oh i said ban um Two of the girls are not allowed to show their faces at all.
0: Yeah, they wear uh, masks.
1: Yes, they are contractually obligated to wear masks for their debut concert. Their manager is this corgi dude, um, Mr. Peanut yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, Mr. Peanut Butter. Those of you that's a Bojack Horseman reference if you haven't seen it. Um, and he he's kind of a prick. He tells two of the actual singers to sell the leftover merchandise outside even though they're the performers yeah so they're definitely we get some hints here that they're kind of tight on money um and they kind of have this conversation between Kawa and imai and they're talking about mystery kiss and just how big of a fan he is and odakawa is asked hey Can you give me some lottery numbers? And he like pulls up this picture from the locker room that he was in at one point, and he just reads off like the numbers that were on the lockers. He's like, "Cool, I'm gonna go buy a lottery ticket." (laughs) And uh, then he picks up this boar and a horse, who is uh, Baba and Kensuki, who are these two comedians. We heard them a little bit in the first episode and a little bit earlier in this one they're basically these struggling comedians uh called the homo sapiens ironically and they're not very funny uh they've been trying to break through for a few years and see success with their comedy but it just kind of hasn't been working and they're fighting in the back of his car or his taxi and uh the horse he receives a phone call and they're like hey Do you want to be on this daytime food show? And he kind of looks at him. He's like, I got a call to be on a daytime food show. He's like, Oh, cool. When do we start? He's like, they just want me. And we kind of get this impression from their conversation before that the boar is, he's super focused. He's very determined to get what he wants. Meanwhile, the horse is kind of carefree. Yeah. He doesn't care if they make it or not. And it's, it's kind of funny and ironic that the horse gets the big break. Yeah. And the boar's kind of left in the dust. And I believe right after they drop him off, uh, he gets another cab fare, and it's Dobu. He pulls out a gun and holds at gunpoint.
0: Yep. Which, uh, going from the beginning, like through the first episode like okay this is interesting and then having the the second episode end it was such a such a huge cliffhanger um which sam in the chat said um we should at some point discuss the difference between how uh, i binged it and you watched it over time and see what like uh, the contrast
1: oh yeah we should definitely uh open that up after we get through the episodes yeah can we pin, can i pin that in the chat yes i can yeah. i'm going to pin it for uh, ninety minutes just to be safe.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, that works. There we go. Cool. So we can get to that. That's actually a really good question. We actually talked about that. I think a little bit at the end when we yeah, finished. It.
0: When we were getting towards the end, you were you were like, "You have any theories?" And I was like, "Not yet."
1: <laughs> it was uh,
0: it was a very different experience, but we'll we'll get to it. We'll open up that can of worms later.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, so the third episode is, I I would say that the third episode is where the show really starts to show its strength. Yeah. Um, we don't open on Otakawa in the taxi, we open on the sauna, and there's this really funny scene where Kakeyana thinks that this giant, what is he, a tapir?
0: Yeah, a t- uh, tapir, or tapir, I don't know how you, you're supposed to pronounce it, but
1: he he's like this gangster boss dude and kakiana thinks that he's talking to him about Kawa. he's like asking all these questions and kakiana's answering him. he's like oh my god he's in big trouble <laughs> and he realizes that he was on the phone the whole time and he wasn't talking to him at all and then we see the phone call again from dobu's perspective who's on the phone with is i love that scene it just kind of goes back and shows you um just the two different perspectives of that. Uh, do you want to start talking about the, uh, the taxi ride and what is it between uh, right after the sauna? We get back to the taxi ride with uh, Odakawa and Dobu.
0: Oh, um, so, uh, Dobu gets in the car and he's has him at a gunpoint. What does he say to him? I'm trying to remember.
1: I can't remember either. I'm like com- off the top of my head what yeah, he says to. I'm him. like
0: blanking on the scene. I I like I know what happens but I can't remember like the whole uh, thing. they're
1: they're talking about the dash cam SD card.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, cuz they're talking about the they're talking about the the high school girl still, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Um cuz at this point they still think that it's uh Odakawa that like kidnapped her
1: um that and the yano is uh dobu says that yano is spreading false rumors about him which is the first time that yano's name gets dropped
0: right which uh mike has a small obsession with yano um that's since why you... i turned off yeah, my that's
1: his... why i turned off my camera for this part i didn't actually need to turn it off it was just for the bit Yeah,
0: just to just to put yano on screen for you guys <laughs>
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it off for a second. Just let you soak in, Yano. Audio listeners, Google a picture of Yano from Taxi. He's a little porcupine guy. Yeah. Uh, we get more of him later. But this is his the first time his name gets dropped. And there was originally supposed to be this scene that played. It got cut. Uh, it's on YouTube. I made uh, Toast watch it uh, for the podcast where it's just him singing. And half of the lyrics are literally just, I am Yano
0: yeah and um needless to say he he listened to this song about four times a day for about a week
1: i did i did it, that song goes really hard it yeah. slaps it's a great song
0: yeah which yana is a very interesting character we'll talk more about but um just to let you guys know he he only speaks in rhymes
1: yes he he literally only he literally raps everything that he says
0: yeah
1: and it's uh it's pretty entertaining no, but- it is, 100%. Uh, if you were to keep going, you can. This is when he uh, turns the distress signal on mid-conversation.
0: <laughs> Sam said, don't worry. He did that when he first watched the show,
1: too. <laughs> I did. I did. That song is so good. Okay. Uh, where were we? When Otokawa puts the uh, distress signal on in the taxi.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a, there's a button underneath the CD turns on, in the, the cab's... Um uh what do you call it it's like a like a marquee almost i don't know what, what else Yeah, that was it's it.
1: like an sos signal pretty yeah. much
0: uh it starts flashing and you know giving an sos um and as they're driving um otakawa is basically just trying to get dobu to keep talking um until th- he finally encounters a cop that's like all right stop pull over um and dobu when and that and as soon as it happens dobu is like all right we're about to see how lucky you are and of course uh walks up the the senior brother who is uh you know the in take. the fold yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: he's he's on the take i love that scene where it's kind of like in both of their heads and they're both wondering is it going to be the older brother or the younger brother right. and we get to reveal that it, it is the older diamond brother yeah my camera back on. Welcome back.
3: Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back.
1: Thank you. Um so Dobu's like, listen, uh, all I want you to do is not hand this uh SD card over to anybody. And uh if anybody asks you for it, you call me and tell me who did it. He's like, why would I do that? He's like, well, I'll kill you. He's like, I'm not interested in that. Like, kill me. He's like, You're not afraid of death. And Odaqua says this line I love. Did you really redeem your not a slot up? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll, I'll honor it. So he says this line that I really like where he, he's like, You're not afraid of death. And Otakoa says, I, I'm extremely afraid of death, but this just sounds like a pain in the ass. Uh, eventually he's like, I'll kill the nurse. Uh I'm trying to remember her name. I think it's Shirakawa. Shirakawa? Uh, Shirakawa, that's yeah. it. And uh <laughs> He's like, shit. You see he sees like the sweat like swip uh dripping down his face and he's like he's like ah, oh, I found a weak spot. So he's like he gets she Dobu gets out of the car, I'm like slurring my words. Dobu gets out of the car and Otoko checks his phone he sees he has a text from the nurse and he's like oh shit so he takes off flying down the road he swerves his taxi in front of someone named Tanaka who we'll talk about more in the next episode the next episode is probably my favorite episode of the series but he swerves in front of this guy we don't get his name then we just see him swerve and the guy drops his phone yeah all we um, see and right we
0: there. do get a quick flash on the screen it says super rare dodo. Yeah, you see a picture yes. of a little cartoon uh dodo.
1: Um so Otokoa makes it to the park and this is a really I love this scene between him and Shirakawa. She's basically saying like, "Look, I could defend myself. I could do this." What is it? Capiora? Capiera? I don't even know how to say it. It's like a martial art.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how it's pronounced either, to be honest.
1: Capoeira, I'm so sorry if anybody knows what I'm talking about and I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'm trying my best. I know it's a Brazilian uh, martial art. Yeah. And, um, she's doing it, and, like, this, like, beatbox music starts playing, and he's like, alright, like, do you really think that's gonna gonna save you here? And then she starts doing it again, he's like, please no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he drops her off at work he's like they have this sweet moment he's like i'm not even gonna run uh run the meter for you and um they go back to this like there's this cute little like ramen shop where him and his friends meet and he meets with kakiana and he's like i got this date and he shows him to her and otoko is like 18 bro (laughs) and uh, he's like why would she want you and he's like, uh, I don't know, it, you know, sometimes it's about more than looks and all this shit. And Ode- They kind of fight for his phone. And Odaqua gets it, and he looks and he sees that he lied about his income. And is just sitting on the ground crying. He's like, just let me dream. <laughs> um, then we get this kind of revelation after that, that uh, the Dr. Gorky, he, he's missing and Kakiana's going out for his big date, he's at this bus stop, and he sees the Calico cat, uh, Ichimura, and he, we get this kind of pan back, and we see that he's being followed by Yamamoto, who is the Corgi, and this new character, he's like a polar bear. I can't remember his name for the life of me, he's a polar bear. He was a, a tracksuit. Yeah, he wears a track. Yeah, he wears a track suit. He's a gangster. He's a polar bear. He has got a scar on his face. He does have a scar on his face. You're right. <laughs> so, would you agree with my consensus? that This is kind of where the show like really starts to pick up. Yeah,
0: because it it <laughs> kind of puts the stakes on the table. Um, up until this point, like we just kind of like none of the characters are connected yet. They're all like, I've I've met this person. I met this person. But they don't have any real connection just yet. They've just been like cab fares or they've been, um, you know, somebody that Odakawa has been dealing with in his in his daily life up to this point.
1: Yeah, I think this is where a lot of the menace starts to kind of yeah. sink in and we start to see this thing is pretty big, Whatever's going on. And then the next episode takes a complete break from everything we just talked about. Yeah.
0: It, it takes a moment to go back and we get a, uh, introduction to what was his name
1: again? I'm sorry. Uh, Tonika. Tanaka. He's um,
2: like, a, I think he's a cat. I don't know what he is.
1: Yeah. He's one of the only ones that's kind of, or you know what? I think he's, um,
2: a Puma.
3: Puma? Maybe. I don't
2: know. Let me look up a Puma. Okay. Take Hold your time. On. I'm curious now.
3: He's curious.
1: Yeah, right. he's, a, he's a Puma.
0: Okay. Uh, Sam says you guys should also analyze at the end what you think. Uh, to choose the animals for each other. The not obvious characters. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> That's another cool one to do. I'm going to pin that as well.
0: So, um, we get a, it opens up with a, uh, Tanaka speaking about, um, like his early childhood. Um, talking about how when he was in school, there was a, a fad where people collected, um, erasers, like rare erasers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he was obsessed with this eraser he had that was from, uh, I think he said it was from his uncle or like his Something like that. Like an yeah, uncle that would travel do. abroad. Yeah. Um. They got him this rare dodo eraser that he was super fond of. Um. And there was another classmate that was collecting erasers that had like way more connections and money to be able to have these rare erasers. Kind of going into a whole thing of you know how how could he beat him? Where he sees um he's browsing online um one day at school using one of the computers and he sees somebody's auctioning for this one um um like unique only one ever created a racer of what is it um
1: he he's like a comedy performer named don riku
0: yeah um and the initial bid what's the initial bid start at i can't remember
1: uh i th- I think it was only like five or six thousand yen.
0: Yeah, uh, which isn't a whole lot. Um, yeah. And he basically devises this plan of how am I going to get this, um, get this eraser, and uh, so he ends up taking his father's credit card. And um, once a day, he goes on puts a bid down and somebody else starts competing with his bid and he's he's just lowballing it they'll be like so he'll do um like six thousand yen and then somebody's like all right ten thousand and then he's like okay ten thousand
2: and one yeah
1: <laughs> um yeah it and the, I think it's important real quick to mention that the user's name is ditch one one
0: yeah ditch one one and, uh, uh, so each day he keeps coming back and it goes up a little bit more. He keeps lowballing it. And, um, mind you, he is using like his brother's computer to do this. So he's not like allowed to be on it for an extended amount of time. And it comes down to the final day of the bid. And he's sitting there thinking, you know, I have to, I have to raise again. Um, as his brother comes into the house, he's sitting there panicking he doesn't know what to do. He adds an extra zero, which totals out to—is it a million yen?
1: A hundred thousand.
0: Hundred thousand. um which is approximately like eight hundred dollars for the time period because we estimate it's like early two thousands at the time.
1: It's seven hundred right now, so it's probably around five hundred. I would say then.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Five hundred dollars on an eraser.
0: Yeah. $500 eraser. Uh, so he goes about it about this time because he won, he wins the bid, goes about his time, you know, panicking and waiting, and the eraser never shows up. And he keeps thinking about the fact that the browser said no returns, no refunds. There's no way he can get that money back. And, he got
1: scammed essentially. Yeah.
0: We get this terrible. Terrible scene when his father finds out about the credit card statement. Oh, it, it's honestly hard to watch.
1: Yeah, especially because they're animals. Yeah. He, um, like, kicks his son into a wall and he breaks at the table. He's, like, punching him and shit.
0: Yeah. And then his, his mom's trying to hold him back as he just passes out on the floor with a black eye. It's, it's very, very difficult to watch.
1: Yeah, it's really dark. I feel like it's also important to mention that during this time when he was getting the erasers and everything, he got a gray cockatiel as a uh, gift.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I almost forgot to mention that. So he had a gray cockatiel because he mentioned that he always loved birds. Um. So we jump forward a few years in his life. I think it's...
1: How long it's is it? four years before the events of the series.
0: Yeah. So we jump ahead a, a little bit, and he's now working as a, um, see a game developer or something. Yeah, what he's is a he? game designer. Yeah. He's a game designer, and uh, he always tries out like free, um, free to play mobile games and stuff. Um, and one day he f- discovers one called what? Zoology?
2: Zoo
0: Den. Um, where the whole like objective of the game is to collect um rare animals and like get more and more. Um, and we progress to the point when he realizes that he has spent over 5 million yen on this one game trying to get a super rare dodo. It's the it's the rarest animal um, in the game. Uh, so when he's he's like, do you watch his life as he's just he's just disheveled? Uh, Spending so much of his time and money on this game trying to get a rare dodo, competing with uh, somebody named Ditch11.
1: Yep. Who is the Red number one place.
0: leaderboard?
1: It's $35,000, by the way, in the US.
0: $35,000?
1: 35, $35,000.
0: Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, That's crazy.
1: He starts, like, becoming more and more obsessed with this game. Um, He wants this rare Dodo, this ultra-rare Dodo, because it's just like the Eraser he had when he was a kid. And he finally gets it, and Otakoa swerves. We see his taxi swerve around the corner. He drops his phone. It hits the ground. And this is really interesting. It falls into a ditch, which is the name of the guy that he was competing with. Yeah. the whole time, and then that's how he loses his phone. Yeah. He is, like, fucking panicked. He goes to where Toast works, and he's like, hey, uh, repair my phone and give me my backup data. And uh they're like, uh, okay, sure. He's, like, real freaked out, and he realizes that the app didn't save his progress. Yep, And he is devastated. He
0: lost the rare Dodo.
1: He's going home, he's depressed, and Gets there, and his cockatiel is dead.
0: Um, and up to this moment, like, you see the, like, absolute despair and, like, disconnection in his eyes. Like, it's, like, you can almost sense, like, he's going into, like, psychosis where he's just completely separated from reality.
1: Yeah, exactly. He just does not have a will to live anymore. He lost his bird. He was trying to get this other bird on this app. And he finally did. So he goes to bury his bird. And uh, we didn't mention this in the third episode, but Dobu buries a revolver uh, after he threatened Otakoa with it. And coincidentally, when uh, Tanaka is burying his bird, he finds the revolver. And we get this final shot in the episode where Odako's taxi is going by and Tonika's is just staring at it. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely love that episode. That is my favorite episode.
0: Of yeah, the whole I, I think the way that it cuts away from it entirely, like from what was already being set up to just explaining the backstory for this one character to to make you understand everything that he's gone through, everything that he's lost um up to this point only to have to finally get what he was what he was after and have it taken from him and what that does to him.
1: Yeah, and it's just uh and then the connection that brings it right back around to the main story is so good. I love just the little coincidences, like him turning his taxi on that corner and him deciding for that spot to bury his bird. Yeah. And it all just kind of links back together. Um, So, the next episode, episode five, is called Don't Call Me an Idol. And uh, we open with the corgi man, Yamamoto. He's like, hey, taxi. And Otakua picks up him. Ichimura. And Mitsuya and they're talking about their likes and dislikes. Mitsuya is like a low-fried chicken and Ichimura is like I like baths <laughs> and um he's like was like, Huh, I um dropped off a girl near that office two weeks ago and Yamamoto is like, You what? <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> what did you- yeah, he's like, uh, do you have your uh, dash cam data? I want to make a uh, music video with it. And he's like, I can't sell you that. I have to check with, you know, this and this and privacy laws. Yep. And uh, Yamamoto's just like, okay. And Odakua kind of looks at the uh, Ichimura a little bit. She's like, here he's like, you're a calico cat. She's like, what? He's like, I don't see very many Calico cats. And uh, we, the audience, know that that is uh, the girl that Kakiana's been talking to. She is one of the idols. Yep. <clears throat> so immediately after this, we see Tonika. He's still going after Otakawa, and he's following him in this taxi close behind. And he's following him down the road. The taxi driver that is taking Tonika after protocol is taxi he's like oh this is so exciting it's like a movie i've always wanted to do this <laughs> um uh gore uh dr goriki he reappears he's like i'm going to close my clinic uh we got medicine missing yep. and i'm pretty sure it's shirokawa but it's because she's in a, a lot of debt yeah and, and uh, um Dobu meets up with him again and he's like, "Um, are you holding Shirakawa and like using her against me or trying to use her in a way that hurts me because she owes you all this money? And um, he's like, yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And in return, Odako is like, all right, this corgi looking dude wanted to buy the dash cam data Yamamoto. And we see the date uh, between Kakehana and Ichimura. They're at this like really fancy like restaurant, and Kakehana like raises his wine glass, and he's like, ah, oh, more wine! And the guy comes over and is like, giving him a funny look, and he's like, uh, or she tells him usually uh, they'll come over to the table to do that. He's like, oh, so that's how they do
2: things here. And, um,
0: Ichi is looking through. Huh, good. I was, I, he, the way you pause, I, just, like, <laughs> Mikey, Nike, is yeah, I was like, MikeyNikeRager.exe has stopped
1: working. I was thinking there for a second about what happened next. Um, she sees this picture of Imai, and it's the reveal that the lottery numbers Oda Koa gave him worked. He wins a billion yen, which, let me put this back into the converter.
2: I don't.
3: Ugh, let me just
1: do
2: this. There
1: we go.
3: You just got doing math.
1: It's like seven million. So Wait, no, let's, that's oh. that's a
2: million. Hold on.
1: I I don't know. It's not giving me a billion for whatever reason. A million is equal to seven thousand U.S. So just take that times nine hundred ninety nine. You'll get close. I think um, that's how the conversion rate works, but okay, <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> um, then we she's watching this other video, and it's the walrus guy. He blew up because of the photo that he took of Dobu, and he's like, "I'm gonna hunt him down. I'm I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna be the one to." Or no, he wants to bring him to justice and get him to confess. He's like, "I'm gonna do it me." He's like feeding into like his fame, and uh they they get finished eating and um, he pays for it in cash he's like oh my god when he looks at the bill and when they get up he drops a receipt and it was a receipt for a loan for a hundred thousand dollars that he took out so he could take her to dinner
0: yeah that's just oh, it, it's such and, a uh, it's such a terrible reveal you're just like god Damn it, you
2: know? Yeah, it's... It's rough. Yeah.
1: Um, uh. Yeah, I... Ugh, I feel really bad for Kakeyana, even though he's a little bit creepy.
2: He's a little bit creepy.
0: A little bit foolish.
1: Uh,
2: a little bit of a goofy I guy. Any, I don't
0: have anything to defend him with. I'm just pointing that out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... Um, uh,
1: so, the next episode, uh, Imai gets an as taxi, he's like, oh my god, I won the lottery, and, uh, come, I work at this cabaret club, he's like, since you won't let me give you, like, some of my winnings, let me give you free service for life, and they go, and he, Otokawa's definitely, like, does not want to be there, he's, like, really awkward, and there's girls sitting all around him, and then Tanaka shows up. He's wearing this skull mask and he has a revolver in Otakoa he takes off to the bathroom and Imai comes in. He's like, what, 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 who is that? And he's like, I, I don't know. I don't know who he's after. And Otakoa is able to escape. And uh, the other comedian, the boar, he's kind of like, hey, why are you doing this? And he distracts the guy wearing the skull mask. He's like, "What? what are you doing this for? And he distracts him. And he gets down to the parking lot, and we see that the man in the skull mask was targeting him, which we knew, but he realizes at this point. Yeah. He sees that his
0: uh the uh window in the back seat has been broken.
1: Yeah, He's, his taxi's been broken into. They didn't take anything, but it's been broken into.
0: We also get this. Uh... This line from the board because, uh, as we uh see Otakawa running, we hear a gunshot and it jumps back. And there's a bullet hole above the board as he's sitting on the ground. And he's like, I don't know why I thought it'd be funny if I got shot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so Dobu, I'm pretty sure it's Dobu and Oda, or no, it's uh Shurikawa that tells him, uh. She tells him that she originally approached him because Dobu wants to use his taxi and this like he wants to do a robbery. He wants to rob this bank, and she's like, "I owe him three million yen. It's a shit ton of interest. I've been in debt for over four years." Yeah, and Odaiko was pissed, and he he tells her, uh, "Never contact me again." uh then Dobu meets up with Otako again and he shows him the video of the hip- hippo that's ca- uh he's making some wild accusations <laughs> he's saying uh that the man in the skull hat uh skull mask at the cabaret club was Dobu and Dobu's like well shit that's my gun yeah but that ain't me yeah exactly not me and he's like listen if you help me catch this walrus dude I'll be able to get Goriki's clinic back and running full time. I'll help you find Tonika and uh I'll uh take away all of the debt that Shurikawa has. And they make a deal. And then we get this cute little scene between Baba the uh the horse and Nikaido, who is the lead singer. Of mystery kiss, and it's revealed that they're in a relationship together. Yep. And, and um, it's a it's a really sweet scene between the two of them. They're talking about their successes as performers. It, I really like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you wait? Pokemon Go down horribly bad. Oh, uh, she was Kakeyana. talking about.
0: Uh, she was talking about the uh den as Pokemon Go.
1: Uh, right but the the down horrendous is that cocky honda i'm assuming yeah Yeah. he is down horrendous (laughs) uh so the next episode is our uh first like holiday themed one it's called trick-or-treat and uh they kind of come up with this plan that because it's halloween dobu's gonna go around wearing the skull mask (laughs) like that isn't going to arouse any kind of suspicion he's like people can't see my face <laughs> right there's other masks <laughs> like, uh, so they kind of realize that um, I'm trying to remember how this one starts I know they come up with the plan to look for Tonika and to look for uh, the hippo dude and then I know Otakawa this is when he's walking down the street and uh, he runs into Yano. Is that in this one? That's in this one, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. Because he he bumps yeah, into him when he yeah. rides his scooter. Um. So that's a. I think that's a little bit later. I'm pretty sure what happens first is um. Otakawa calls the police because the younger brother shows up. Right. Uh I'm uh, almost
2: positive that's in trick or treat.
0: Is that when the there's like a bullet hole in his wall? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah we, this is when in, we yeah. get
1: to this is when we kind of get um Otakawa's plan. Yeah. He, he somebody shot through his window and there's a bullet hole in the wall he calls the younger brothers. The younger brother's like, Don't you have a girl kidnapped here? He's like Dude. Uh by the way, your older brother is uh in Dobu's pocket. He's like, No, he's not. And he's like, dude, listen to me. He is. Trust me here. Uh and he's like, Alright, uh, I'll I i do not believe you, but I'll I'll continue to listen if you come up with anything else.
0: Yeah. There's actually uh, kind of a sadness behind the story because he's like we always swore that like um me and my brother always swore that we would you know stop evil um and when you know odakawa was telling him like your brother has like sided with evil he's like that's not possible um and we also is it in this moment we get the reveal as to why um both of them don't like taxi drivers
1: i can't remember but we could talk about it regardless
0: Yeah. yeah so um the two brothers end up they and I have this thing against taxi drivers because their parents were killed by a taxi driver.
1: Yeah. And they've always like had this grudge against them. Just all taxi drivers. Yeah. After that. Um, then an unidentified female body is found in the river nearby. Yep. We get all of these news articles about it. We don't know who it is yet, but a body has been found. Uh, Goriki and Shirakawa kind of this heart to heart. He's like, I understand that you worked with Dobu, I understand everything. If you want forgiveness, help me find a way to treat Odakawa So we get this. He has this like picture of his brain. And we're, this is the first point. Well, one of the first points we're kind of like, huh.
0: Yeah, like um They start giving you like we're gonna we're gonna try and fix Odakawa's condition. Which to this point, we didn't really know he had like an actual condition per se. Mm -hmm. This is the first we get to really hear of it, and then we get this this image of his brain, which suggests that there's something going on
1: mentally. Yes. Um. And then Kakehana um goes to meet his girlfriend, and he is taken by Yamamoto and the polar bear. And then Oda Kwa's, this is when he's walking down the street, he bumps into Yano, and he goes through this whole thing, like he's rapping at him, and he's like, oh yeah, do say, say excuse me, man, and he's like doing this whole rap, and Oda Kwa's like, I'm sorry? He's like, there you go, Now, how hard was that? And he's like, <laughs> he just like rides away on his scooter. And yeah. My favorite thing about it is
0: right. he's going off on like the whole, the whole like rap spiel. And the entire time, Odakawa was just staring at him with this blank expression like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, After this, Odakawa meets with Dobu at this diner, and it's revealed Mystery Kiss is playing somewhere nearby. They see that another dude wearing a skull mask, Dobu assaults him violently. Yeah. And they realize that it's not Tanaka, it's just a random ass dude. And then we see the walrus, he's making a video of Dobu uh, fucking beating this guy, <laughs> and he posts it. And then we go back to this wharf where Kakiana's is being held, and Yano comes out of the shadows, and that's kind of where we end this episode. Yeah. So, uh, for the opening of this next one, I got a. <laughs> it is uh, very necessary what episode
0: everyone Is a six or seven this is eight. Oh shit okay
1: this is uh bless you so uh do you want to start or should I uh you go ahead so um they're torturing Kakiana they're trying to get his money Yano comes in and he starts rapping about his debt <laughs> he's like this dude's poor um and, uh, Odukoa, uh gets contacted by Yamamoto, and he's like, hey, can you take me to the wharf? Um, Odakawa offers to sell him whenever he picks him up. He's like, I'll sell to you for a billion, the dash cam. And he's like, what, a billion? And he's like, yeah, I already had an offer for a billion. He's like, shit. Sure, buddy. I'm sure you do. (laughs) So they get there and they find out that they've been running a badger game with two of the girls from Mystery Kiss. They pose. They owe Yano a lot of money because Yano kind of like funded them to get up off the ground when they were starting out as musicians. So they're in his pocket. And there's another reason why uh, Yano or they're in Yano's pocket as well that we'll get into a little bit later. And Kakeana's still like, Ichibura, I'll save you. Don't listen to these guys. And she's like, I fucking hate you. Like, she is so harsh. Yeah. She's like, you're a fucking dirty old man. And you're broke. (laughs) Yeah, you're a broke, dirty old man. I hate you. And let me go take a bath. And uh, they're discussing and they... Yano kind of, well, Yano and uh, the two henchmen kind of come up with this plan. Emai won the lottery, and that he's going to spend it on Mystery Kiss. And the manager's like, oh, let him spend the whole billion. And Yano's like, why don't we just, you know, even if he spends 800 million, there's still 200 million, you know. He's not spending, so uh, let's just take it all.
0: Yeah, which um, Sam in chat said that 1 billion yen is about 7 million USD.
2: So. Huh? It's not a, not as much as I thought it would be.
3: It's still
1: a lot. It's still a lot. Yeah, that's just not like, like a, I don't know. Like our lotteries are like five hundred million.
0: Yeah, it's more money than you are, you or I will ever actually.
1: So. <coughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> uh, so um, Yano's like, uh, I bet you Dobu's gonna do this too. He's gonna try and rob this kid, so uh, let's rob him first. We want that. We need this money. And then Oduku and Dobu are meeting, and they're talking about their plans to rob him as he's leaving the money. Ah, uh, I almost said leaving the money with the bank. <laughs> uh, as he's leaving the bank with the money, and uh, he he reveals to him Odaqua's recording in his pocket, and he tells Dobu that um. Or well, Dobu tells him that the older diamond brother is in—you know—he's in his pocket.
0: Yeah, which he uses as leverage against the um, or for the younger brother to be like, "Hey, I told you."
1: Yeah, it's a big fucking "I told you so" on yeah. his part.
0: Yeah. Um, um. The uh whole thing with this episode is like, um. Yeah. Th- this is kind of the build-up like this is where the build-up really starts for the rest of the show
1: yeah i would agree
0: um and additionally um we get the reveal that uh the the guy that won the lottery posted a picture of it on on like social media is like with the ticket number visible (laughs) (laughs) he's like he he gets back in Otakawa's a taxi at one point he's like yeah, you probably shouldn't like post that online. He's like, "Well, I had to show. So I had to tell somebody."
1: Yeah, he, and uh he that's a, in this episode, he talks to him about that, and he's like, "Yeah, you um shouldn't have done that. Should not have done that at yeah. all." Yeah. And he he sends the audio recording to the uh younger brother, and then he re, Odakoa realizes that Kakiana has been kidnapped. Uh so then we are now on episode nine um the younger brother is like okay uh i can't arrest my older brother on like based on this like i i can't yeah Yeah, he's above me um then we get this fucking scene with the hippopotamus and he's in bed with like this what is she a bunny yeah i think so yeah and she's like talking to him she's like you know a lot of people online say you're a fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> he's laying there he's just pissed he's got like chest hair and he's laying in bed and she's like they say you're a fraud you know that they say you're a fraud <laughs> and he just he like loses his mind he throws shit at her and she leaves and uh he gets this message and um He's like, "Hey, Dobu is uh, gonna be at the wharf." Um, so Odaqua is taking uh Dobu over there, and they get start getting shot at by Tonika. He's in this white van, and they lose him. Dobu's like, "Go back for my gun." He's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna die. Thanks." <laughs> um, they get to the warehouse. The, werehoose, the werehoose. warehouse. I'm a Canadian they... for a sec. I, yeah, for, <laughs> dude, for real. Um. Dobu gets into a fight with the polar bear and Odokawa goes in and he gets Kakeana, and then Dobu's shot in the leg by somebody he we don't see. Yeah, And uh, the hippo shows up and he's like standing over Dobu, he's taking a video of him, he's like, oh look at this pussy and then he like turns the camera on himself, the monologue, and Dobu's up and just beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and he's like, please, please don't hurt me. And uh, he's like, why uh why shouldn't i he's like i just wanted to clout pretty much <laughs> and uh dude was like all right uh make a video uh say you're sorry i'm gonna take your uh your car and i'm gonna take your wallet and i'm gonna throw your phone in the river and then i'll let you live <laughs> and uh we see dr Goricky. he meets with the landlady and uh She says that Odakawa has been supported by this mysterious foundation who paid for, like, his rent, his daily needs, and uh, they're still paying for it, and Odakawa has been, like, almost all the money he earns, he's been giving back to them. And uh, he's like, oh, so when do you think his parents will be back? And she's like, his parents are dead. Which, through the first eight episodes before this, Odaqua has been a few characters have asked him about his parents, and he talks about his parents are going to come back, and sh- this is the first reveal that we get that they're both dead. Yeah. Uh, so then we move on to We Have No Tomorrow. Do you want to start this one? Um, you- give me a refresher real quick uh, so this opens with the uh Homo sapiens comedy competition. That's right, so
0: is this the moment when they're like uh they're kind of like you should probably just split up
1: the, uh, um this moment this or? is when they're they're still um or no, they did lose it yeah this is this is then, but they also we get introduced to the giraffe. Yeah. There's
0: actually uh a moment, I don't remember which episode it's in, it's in this one or not, where they're kind of discussing when they're going to like do their like practice for the comedy show. And uh um the boar is talking to him and he's like, Can you do this this day? He's like, I can't got a special appearance on this thing. Um or how about how about the day after that? I got this other TV show after that uh, talk show after that and he like it's a very kind of it's a really depressing scene yeah it is because it's just like he's got so much going on like he 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 broke through and the boar who wanted it who in the in like the long run wanted it more is still just stuck being like
2: a, a waiter very depressing moment
1: yeah, I it, it is.
3: But I uh, I feel
0: like I got off topic there.
1: No, you're good. No, I agree with you. That's no, that's that's very true. And then the horse kind of gets gets his luck handed to him practically on a silver platter.
0: Yeah. Just by, by chance of somebody saying, Yeah, we want this one. We don't want the other one.
3: Uh anyway. So
1: uh this is before or after the comedy. Um so. This is it op- um we get some of like we see the giraffe in the crowd and then they lose. I don't know, this isn't where they split up because remember there's the losers bracket. That's right. They they kinda talk about it a little bit. And uh the giraffe boy, he goes up to the walrus and uh he's like, Hey, I'm the guy that's been writing you letters And the walrus is like, Go away. You mean the boar? <laughs> or the boar, yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said the boar. Yeah, he's
0: like, uh, yeah. So when they were like performing on like the radio together, um they had this one person that kept sending them letters and being like, You guys aren't that funny, you got you're terrible. Like he just he just harassed them basically. And um He's getting in the. He's about to get in the cabin. The guy, the giraffe shows up, and he's like, "It's me. I'm the one that's harassing you." And he's like, "I
1: don't care." <laughs> Pretty much, he's like, has this big thing. He's like, "Team up with me." He's like, "No,
3: no, I don't want to." <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: So after that, um uh emai he puts up this instagram post he's like hey i lied about the uh, lottery ticket and yano's rapping he's like yeah uh he's lying again he does have the lottery ticket he's doing this because he realized he was stupid
0: yeah he's like look at this poor editing job you can see where he scratched it out with like a like a white marker and then just covered it up with like letters then you look at the thing and you can see the where he didn't fully fill in the previous numbers. You can see, like, scratches, uh, scratch marks where there's, like, black coming through from the letters. And then all the new letters aren't even lined up. They're just <laughs> strewn about.
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking just half-asses it completely. Yeah. Um, so Yamamoto gets in his, his taxi again, and he's like, so about that dash cam day he's like... "Uh." Go over here and he like drives him out to this construction yard and uh Otako is like, Hey, help me take down Yano and he gets this belt and he starts trying to strangle him and then Shirakawa gets there and she does her martial arts thing and kicks his ass. Yeah. And uh he's like, Alright, I'll I'll help take down Yano, but I want you to make sure Mystery Kiss is protected. I don't care what happens to me, I just uh, this is my life's work and uh he's like you know what odakoa starts digging through his seat and he's like gps device
0: yeah cuz he okay. he figures the way that the the guy in the mask showed up the first time was the he had to have like a gps on him and it would make sense at the first time he encountered him for him to break the window to take the phone that he planted back and then replace it with a a batteryless gps
1: Yes. Um. So after that, I remember where we are. The GPS happens, and uh, then Odaqua meets the big gangster guy, the taper, and uh, he's like, "I, uh, I don't think you took that girl." He's like, "Yeah, I didn't." <laughs> yeah. Um. So the polar bear, he's like. Okay, um, it looks like Emi moved, so, uh, let me do this, and he's, like, going through all this, like, crazy shit, and he finds out his new location, and Yano, like, starts rapping, and he's like, oh my god, you, like, that's, that, that's kind of creepy. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> he's like, I don't know how you did that that fast, it's kind of creepy that you could do that, uh, I don't think I like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so. They're like, yeah, okay, so we know where he is. That's good. And then Dobu and Otakoa meet again, and they start talking about the stages of the bank robbery, and they name their plan Odd Taxi. Yep.
0: We get the name of the show.
1: Yes. And their plan is basically they're going to give Yano one briefcase with real money. They're going to, like, bribe the people that work at the bank, and then they're going to give them... There's what nine cases?
0: Yeah. Uh I think there's ten total and they get they give one real one um to Yano and then the other nine are full of counterfeits.
1: Yes. And uh Dobu's going to get one counterfeit and then nine real ones. And then is like oh cool so you'll be like satisfied he's like nah then we're gonna get uh the older diamond brother to pull over yano and we're gonna take the uh the 10th one too just because i fucking hate him <laughs> and like all right cool um so then odakawa goes to yamato and in my uh at different points and he's like all right so this is how this is gonna play out and he tells yamamoto he's like I need you to make sure that Yano checks two briefcases, and I can't. What does he tell Amai to do? I know he uh, says let, like, let yourself be taken.
0: Yeah, he's basically just like, just, just chill out, let it happen, and like you'll get out of this okay. We'll get them, like, we'll get money. Um, what is it? I can't remember exactly what he says to him actually.
1: Yeah, I was trying to think. I know he tells him to do something. I think it was to. Oh, to tell the cop that, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember either. He, he We're gives just him grasping at straws here, to... let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what this whole podcast is built on, grasping at straws. <laughs> that's,
1: you know what, that's that's partially true. Um, then the news comes on at the end of the episode and says that the body has been identified as Mitsuya. Who was one of the singers in Mystery Kiss and Odaqua like kinda under his breath? He's like, That's not her. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Um uh the next episode is called If We Could Go Back to That Day. And I love the opening. We get this whole um backstory for uh Nikaido. And uh, there's a lot of big reveals in episode 11, uh, but we get these really sweet moments between her and Baba, who is the horse comedian. And then, like, having Christmas together, and it- it's really sweet stuff. They met, and they were, like, insulting each other, and it's very sweet. Yeah. Um, then we get the reveal that Mitsuya was to be the lead singer of Mystery Kiss, And Nikaido was going to be one of the background girls who had to wear a mask. So Nikaido calls Mitsuya to meet her at Yamamoto's agency, and when she gets there, she finds Mitsuya dead. Yep. And she calls her manager, and her manager gets there, and he's like, fuck. Alright, let's call Yano.
0: We also get this uh, kind of shocking reveal that her plan was... To basically ask for her to not take the the front position, um, and if she declined, she was going to kill her
1: herself. Yes, but somebody had already gotten to it first. Yep. So Yano's there. He's like, "Cool, let's dump this body. Uh, pretty sure this girl's important. So we gotta we gotta hide it well, and." uh they file a uh, missing persons report, and the dad is revealed to be he. I'm pretty. Her dad is in the mob, right? Or her dad is friends with someone in the mob. Can't remember. Uh, I remember to be honest. It's one of the two. It's, but she has a connection to the mob. Yeah. And uh, then Yamamoto introduces this uh, new girl who I can't remember her name because from this point on we've known her as Mitsuya. They're like. She's gonna kind of be Mitsuya.
0: Yeah, this is the reason. Like we get the reason as to why the other two um, wear masks, and it's to hide the fact that it's not actually
1: her. Yes, it's not actually Mitsuya. Um, so then the um, missing persons person missing persons report gets withdrawn. It's revealed that the only loose end is Oda dash cam data. Yep. And and we cut to Dobu, and he's telling him that the bank robbery... I don't know. I don't don't feel good. I don't feel good about this. He kind of has some, like, mixed feelings about it. And uh, this is where the comedians break. It's right before they're going to be in the loser's bracket. Baba's like, no, I'm... I, I'm done. Like, I'm done with this. He walks away. And Gorky's doing his research. And he learns that Odakawa's Oda parents died in a car crash in a forced double suicide yep. while Otakawa escaped on his own in critical condition. Uh, And then Mystery Kiss is like, fuck, we gotta do a press conference. And uh, Yamamoto's like, I'm sorry we lied. We just didn't want to cause panic when we thought that she would be found. Uh, I'm sorry. And it's revealed that Mitsuya was uh, that dude's daughter again. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's Don Riku's daughter who it's the a... eraser is built after, I believe.
2: Yeah. Um, so the... Uh...
1: Trying to remember what happens after that. I know that uh this is where we start to see the heist, right? Yanu and the polar bear have a mind the uh back of their van. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And it and it ends with the reveal that Dobu is there as well, getting ready for the plan. Yep. All right, cool. I'm trying to keep these episodes straight, but these like last like five or six are really hard to keep. Yeah, there's a lot of
0: bouncing back and forth between some other characters. Um, you lose the pot a little bit.
1: Yeah, it, it's got hard to keep track. So, uh, episode 12 is called Not Enough. Uh, do you want to start off with, uh, with this one, Mr. Toast? Uh, sorry, which episode are we in now? 12. Episode
0: 12. We're getting there. We're almost there. (laughs) Um, so it starts out with, like, the beginning of the actual heist, doesn't it?
1: Uh yes, well we see uh them Yano picking up the uh, suitcases.
0: Yeah. So Yano's picking up the suitcases and they're like, "Okay, let's check out the first one, make sure it's, you know, got the real money." They look at it and they're like, "All right, it's real money." And then they do make a they do like Yano's like, "Hey, we should definitely check the second one." It's like, "Yeah, let's not worry about it." They load up all the the cases get in the car and take off. 2 seconds later, Dobu drives up and they're like, Okay, here you go they load up they lit up the ten with nine real cases of money and one counterfeit and uh you know he starts following after Because um, his plan was to split off take the money to um Otakawa. they load it up into uh into a truck, and then uh dobu heads over to the bridge where they're gonna get pulled over and uh get the last case um so
1: yeah during uh, i'm gonna let you go i just wanted to say like during this time we do get a couple of cuts to the uh comedy competition yeah side plot and um they're doing like really good and then the boar starts breaking down on stage in front of baba in front of the whole crowd he's just like screaming that's just that whole subplot summarized for right yeah. now
0: uh, that whole subplot um it kind of falls to the wayside a little bit here to be completely honest because the we have so much action going on with the actual heist going uh going down
1: yeah there is there is a lot more going on in the in the a story than the b story for sure right
0: so uh dobu meets up with uh odakawa they're loading the um the money into odakawa's taxi is that right or no, they're loading uh, it into a, into like a van. Yes. Um. And Otokawa takes the GPS tracker from the um from Tanaka and puts it in the van. Um. Then they head over and they start um. Yano and uh the polar bear. They get pulled over, and um, what does he say to him? He says something funny, but I can't remember what it was.
1: He's like, uh, let me check these suitcases or something like that. Or what are you guys doing out here? Yeah. And uh, Oh,
0: yeah, they're like, yeah, you're, uh, we're just helping, helping move this money. He's like, what do you mean, helping move this money? He's like, hey, you won the lottery. We're just being, being good friends, helping move the money. Uh, he's like, hmm, you don't mind if I inspect this real quick, do you? Uh, and he pops up in one of the other cases, and he's like, hmm, this is newspaper.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: they're like, no, no way and this is so good because Dobu gets up, he grabs the tent suitcase uh, from the older Diamond Brother, and he drives off. Yeah, and uh,
0: at this exact moment, um, Yano is so, uh, he's so distraught and upset, he stops rhyming altogether. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and
1: and the polar bear's like, sir, you stop rhyming. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I don't care. Um, so they get, they drive back to the van, uh, and Tonica's standing there holding the revolver. And, uh, Dobu's like, he used up all six bullets. I'm gonna go whoop the shit out of this guy. Yeah. And he's walking up to him, and,
0: uh. We get this, uh, reveal, um, as the, Otokawa has the eraser that yes. he bid, uh, and, a hundred thousand yen on, uh, was it like fifteen years?
1: Yeah, something like that. Because Shirakawa gave it to him, and she got yeah. it from Dobu. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, and um, he's like, "Where did, where did you get this?" Um, and he starts like kind of interrogating. And he's like, "Um, does the game, uh, Zuden mean anything to you?" It's like, "Zuden, I don't even know about that game." Uh, and he's like, "Does the name Ditch One One mean anything to you?" D-I-T-C-H-1-1. He's like, no, it doesn't ring a bell. Um, And we almost forgot to mention that Odakawa has this uh, innate ability to just recognize somebody. Like, he sees their face and he can memorize, like, he memorizes them. And can, can pick them out from wearing, like, a mask or anything like that. Um, And then it turns out that Dobu does have Zuden on his phone and he pulls it up and he's looking at it uh there's a silhouette it's like every player has an icon right and he's like uh yeah he's like and he pulls it up looks at the the silhouette and he goes yeah that's Dobu <laughs> <laughs> uh he's like shit i forgot that you could tell
1: yeah he's like, how Tommy did you like... oh
0: yeah you can tell <laughs>
1: Tony is like oh you're the guy huh and he fucking just shoots him in the stomach yeah and then takes off running and screaming he's like how did you Ode- have an extra bullet <laughs> odakawa uh leaves dobu for dead and he's going to uh leave the nine suitcases of real money in the uh van for my he, t- he told that's what he told him where the real money would be yeah um And then it's revealed that the older Diamond Brother, uh, Yano, and the Polar Bear beat the shit out of him. They stole his cop car, and they are driving after Otakawa. Yep. Which is where we get into uh, where to, which is the big reveals and the final episode of the series. Uh, The episode opens with this narration. talking about Otakoa's life and about how he, when he was a kid, he loved going to the zoo. He always found it easier to talk to zoo animals than human beings. And he just, he was bullied at school. His parents weren't great people, especially his mom. And uh, his parents commit double suicide. And he wakes up in this hospital. And all of the nurses and doctors around him look like animals.
0: Uh, sorry to cut you off here really quick, but... Uh, Moransky, thank you so much for the uh, raid of eight people. Welcome in, everybody. We're just discussing um, Odd Taxi tonight uh, on the podcast. Um, if you haven't heard of Odd Taxi, it's an anime that came out in, in um, spring of 2021. Uh, we're discussing the last episode here, so if you don't want spoilers... Uh, I hope you stick around, but at the same time, I understand if you, if you don't want to.
1: Hey everybody, welcome in. Uh, so it's revealed that throughout the entire course of the series, uh, all of these people that we saw as animals were normal human beings and Otakawa just saw them as animals. So the audience did as well. Yep. And, uh. We see Odaquo. He's driving away from Yano, and it's Christmas time, and all these crazy things are happening. And there's something I want to mention because it's it's really funny. Because you mentioned the bee story with the Homo Sapiens kind of falling by the wayside. Yeah. Odaquo, at the end of this uh, car chase, he flies off this bridge, kind of like Santa's sleigh, because this episode pretty much takes place on Christmas or around Christmas time. Yeah, it does because Mystery Kisses CD was coming out on Christmas Day, and his taxis flying over, and we see all these different characters or point of view, and it cuts to the bore, and he's trying to have a heart to heart with Baba, and he's just like, yep. "Am I getting interrupted by a taxi flying in midair?" <laughs>
0: yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's a great moment because in this moment you're you're kind of just put at this like, "Oh shit, what's about to happen." Uh, and you see like all these characters seeing this taxi flying through the air with money spewing out of the trunk. And then it just gets just over and he's like, am I really being interrupted by a taxi? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and all the characters have their own different things. It looks like Tanaka's contemplating suicide. He's standing on this bridge. He's kind of looking down at the water and he sees the taxi. Uh, it's a really good moment. And um, Shirakawa, she dives in and she pulls Odakawa out of the taxi and saves him from drowning and otokawa wakes up in the hospital and everyone around him is human again and including himself we finally get to see what all these characters look like in their in their human form
0: if we get a really great moment um uh when he when he first wakes up in the ambulance and um they're like what do what do you see like what what is it and then he sees um he sees her standing there and he's like he like he like walks up for a minute tenses up and they're like what's wrong he's like really pretty and they're just like he still doesn't <laughs> know how to talk to girls <laughs> oh I
1: love that and uh, it's revealed uh, a little bit later on that the younger diamond brother is the one that shot Dobu uh, a little bit of heroism from him uh nikaido is arrested as the murder suspect and yamamoto yano and the polar bear are all arrested as well dobu is taken to the hospital and he's uh arrested uh imai gives odakawa i think he gives him what, 100 million yen um i think so and, sounds right uh Odakawa is like what am I supposed? like I don't want this what am I supposed to do with it he's like come on you can think of a of a use for a hundred million yen and he's like I've got an idea and it's revealed that the big bad mobster guy that was in charge of Yano and Dobu has been supporting orphans for years and he has this great speech to Odakawa and he's kind of like you could say I'm a bad guy you could say I'm a good guy doesn't matter I've got my principles and uh, he's like, Dobu always said that there was like one rule that you guys had and that you would he would never break it. He's like, well, what was the rule? And the Don is just kind of like, you don't kill people. It's, it's a really nice moment. Yeah. Uh, so Otakoi gets home and it's revealed that the whole time what was living in his closet was an actual cat. Yep. He just had it in there. And we see Kakiana kind of working off his stuff. We get this cool montage of all the other characters, like in their lives now uh, Goriki and uh, Shirakawa. They're doing their doctor and nurse thing, and it's, it, it's awesome. We see Imai, and he's living his best life. And we get this scene with Mitsuya, like this flashback. I can't remember if that's in this... I'm pretty sure it's in this episode, right before the end, where she's revealed to be yeah, the one it's,
0: that... It's literally how the whole story ends.
1: Yes. It's revealed that she's the one that killed Mitsuya and in the very beginning. It was not Nikaido.
0: And it was because she was... um She was fourth, like, lineup. Um, she didn't get picked out of the three. So... She uh, basically planned the whole thing, built her so that she could become part of Mystery Kiss and be their third. Yep. Uh, it's it's such a like crazy reveal um for that part because like I I don't know uh, when you initially watched it or not, but when I was like when we were watching it, I got to that point and I had completely forgotten about the murder at that point. So when we get the reveal, I'm like, oh shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's so much going on, you kind of just it slips your mind for a minute. Yeah. And then when they pull you back in with that plot, you're just like shit. Yeah. And uh we get this open ending. She gets in the uh the cab and he says, "Where to?" and she's just sitting in the back smiling. And uh it's clear that she uh wants to tie up loose ends. Yeah. Or not, sh- you know, you're not really sure of uh how it ends uh there's this really cool thing that i didn't actually tell you about um i haven't listened to all of it uh but there was an audio drama that ran concurrently with the anime and it had 13 episodes as well it would air on the same day as the episodes and it would be from this bugged pen that you actually see in the series different characters change hands with this pen and the audio series is all these conversations between characters that you hear because of the pen. Yeah. So it just like completely opens up the world even more. I don't know, it's a really cool detail. Yeah. And they included the pen in like everything. Um the uh anime like a, uh, like we were talking about earlier um uh, it wasn't super super popular. Uh it won IGN's best anime series of 2021. Uh, it won the sixth Crunchyroll Anime Awards for Best Protagonist for Otakoa and Best Director. Uh, but that was about all of the, uh, the big accolades that it had, or a lot of the praise. Um, the New Yorkers surprisingly, uh, called it one of the best TV shows of 2021. But other than that, it just kind of fell by the wayside for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know uh i i obviously I didn't watch it. I remember hearing you talk about it when it initially uh was releasing um but like i I can understand how it flew under people's radar, but I really wish it hadn't
1: yeah, yeah, me too, and uh I guess i we can we could start talking about uh what Sam had asked earlier about the differences seeing it all at once and seeing it over time, I feel like that this would be a good transition point for that. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say my opinion on it first, okay. having done both, I think it's better when it's spread out a little bit more. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I had so many good conversations when it was airing. I love shows like that. Gravity Falls was a big one when I was a kid. And I would talk to a lot of people at school about different theories and things going on. Yeah. I love a show where you can kind of theorize and have like a break. I feel like anymore, we don't get a lot of that because most shows release in like first 12 episodes, either that or they release over a few weeks and people are just like, yeah, that's a, that's a big
0: thing is you don't like, uh, like the early two thousands to like 2000, like 10 or so. Uh, most people still were, you know, watching on cable and uh, anything new, you had to wait a week for it to come out. And you would have that moment where like new episode would drop, say Friday night and it's the talk of the weekend, right? Uh, you get through the week and everybody has these speculations. It's what do you think is going to happen in the next episode? or well, like, where do you think it's going to go from here? And with the culture that we have now where everything is just, binge a tv show binge a tv show um you kind of lose out on that speculation element you lose out on that like let's have a discussion about what we think's going to happen it's um it's sad that that's gone but at the same time there's not much we can really do about it i mean nobody really wants to nobody really wants to watch cable anymore
1: no i think there's like a interesting kind of nostalgia with cable but yeah. I don't think I would ever make the decision to go back to Strictly Cable just because it that's a whole fucking episode in and of itself. But yeah,
0: I think the big thing of it is, like, if it's like an episodic TV show where, you know, you can catch any episode and have the plot still going and it's fine, it's whatever. But when a show is serialized and is meant to be watched in order, like, imagine starting Breaking Bad, like, halfway through season three, be like, what the fuck is happening?
1: Yeah, it's I I think bingeing is good for catching up, but I don't know, it's just it's so weird just because we're in like such a transition point right now for um media in general, all kinds of media from you know it, it, this in the last I would say 15 years media has changed more than it has in the 50 60 years that home media was around if that yeah. makes sense because we just keep seeing all of these different ways to digest content coming up
0: yeah um that is i i will say that is the one thing that disney plus gets right is that it doesn't just dump all of its episodes the same day they space them out a by a week hbo as well with the last of
1: us so it's really smart for Disney because if you like both Star Wars and Marvel, there's something coming out yeah. all year round. Was there like big plan like you could catch one of the one of the shows like every week. Yeah. So you'd always have to keep your subscription.
0: Yeah. Um, um but to get back on topic of the difference between having binge watch the show and having it spaced out, um you got to speculate on stuff more and have discussions um, about where you think the show is going to go, where the story is going to go. And it's more interesting as well because Odd Taxi didn't start as a manga, did it? It just went straight as an anime? No,
1: it was it was anime original and they actually, uh, a little bit after it was over, uh, they started doing like a manga adaptation of it. Yeah.
0: Because that's the that's a big thing as well with a lot of anime is that it starts out as a manga and then gets adapted into an anime. So there are people that read the manga and they know where the story is going to go. Whereas people that just watch the anime don't know anything. The fact that it came out as strictly just an anime to start with lets you into that realm of like not binging it. And you have to wait and see more of the story as the week goes on or as the weeks go on um whereas in our position uh for the podcast having watched it relatively quickly quickly i think we watched it um what like a two or three episodes the first day and then the next day we just like ran through everything
1: yeah Um, watched two the first day and then the next like 11 the next day
0: yeah and it was it was great but at the same time it didn't leave room to um to ruminate and think about what the plot where the plot is going what these the subtle clues were because by the um I think it was the ninth or tenth episode you're like you have any predictions and I'm just like I really don't have anything because I'm getting all the information so quickly I can't really formulate a theory you know
1: I remember a couple of the people I was talking to when I was watching it we had around episode seven or eight come up with the theory that we thought that he was just seeing everyone as animals Mm -hmm. we developed that based on like different things that people had said like whenever he's like talking to Gorky, he's like yeah you look like a gorilla and then he's talking about like the calico cat and shit we were like i feel like there's something to that but that you know you kind of lose that when you watch it all in one go because you don't get the time to stop and think about i think another another
0: subtle clue that we get is that um we see other animals like birds that aren't anthropomorphized, they're just birds. Um, additionally, we also have um like then the fact that they're looking at a picture of Otakawa's like a brain scan of Otakawa, we get that as well to speculate like there's a mental thing going on here, um, to start with. And it's it's very interesting to see because by the time that it gets revealed. I think I, I had figured it out uh, before the full reveal. You also get the, the interesting fact that the, um, the comedy duo, they're called the Homo sapiens, but you don't see any humans. Very
1: true as well.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting um, to, like, you start speculating on it as it unravels.
1: Um. Yeah, I could I I think it works better if you kind of space out a little bit. You don't necessarily have to go week by week for every episode, but I would just do like two or three, you know. Yeah. Every I think if you days.
0: I think if you watch the first two episodes and then you let that ruminate for a little bit um and then I'd say watching the next three, stopping and like kind of do it that way for the rest of it is one or uh, two to three episodes and then space it out a day or two and then like keep going. Um, yeah, just
1: to kind of let your thoughts run wild on it and think about yeah. you know because I,
0: I I can only imagine when you're watching it air um weekly seeing um the scene when um Tanaka gets like you see the you see him drop his phone, you see the bird on the screen and then that's all you get. How long you speculated on that? You you're probably just like what did that mean?
1: Yeah, no I was cuz I I recognized him from the intro too. Yeah. So I was like, who is this guy? And then that next episode, but no, I completely agree. I think that's a good way uh, to go about it. Yeah. Uh, what was Sam's other question? Or did you have something else you wanted to say? Uh,
0: I think, what was it? Um, at the, what do, oh, sorry. Um, why do you think they chose the animals for each of the not obvious characters?
1: Uh, so, I think they chose the hippo because hippos kind of look inflated, and his ego was very inflated. True. Um, let me think. Who else? Uh, I don't know why Dobu was depicted as a baboon. Maybe it's because he's a little foolish. (laughs) He's a silly little guy, I don't know. Maybe. That's probably why Kakeyana looks like fucking boots from Dora. Yeah. Um, that's for Yano. Yano is a porcupine. I... he compares himself to a porcupine a few times.
2: True.
1: I think like, it's um because
2: I
0: don't think he's an aggressive character per se, right? Whereas like a porcupine their the purpose of their quills is self defense, but in Yanu Yanu's case it's not really self defense.
1: Yes. So maybe it's
0: more maybe it's more appearance. Like, um, Maybe
1: it's that? It could that could be because some of them are appearance and some of them are definitely like there, there's more the to the character. Are. Yeah. Like all of the cats are sneaky. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yep. They're all kind of like sneaking around and doing different things. Uh Kakiana, we talked about Kakiana. Goriki is just because he looks like that, same with uh Shurikawa is the alpaca. Yeah. Um I think making the uh, brothers' as dogs is partially based on look, partially based on their personalities. Yeah. Because they're both loyal to the things that they believe in, kind of like how dogs are loyal.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah that makes sense. I can see it.
1: Um, who else? What do you think of Otakawa as a as a walrus? I think it's kind of sad that he sees himself that way. Yeah. Cause that's definitely based on because he doesn't really look like that. No. I think it's entirely how he pictures himself. Oh he like, perceives. Yeah. yeah. He he gets the one that most people would like be like, oh you're a fat walrus. Like,
0: yeah, that's what he, he had in bad. his notebook. That's
3: interesting.
1: Yeah. Um I think hmm. that's pretty much everybody. I mean, there's a couple other characters, but none that are really that important
0: yeah i think yeah um, i can think of
1: so for the rest of the year for 2023 we've got two episodes left uh at some point that we'll be releasing this month yeah uh the first episode is going to be television christmas specials we're going to have some yeah uh, specials picked out that we're going to watch
0: we're going to try and do the um the 12 christmas specials it's uh yeah so 12 of like,
1: days of christmas specials so yeah, yeah that's it and uh we'll do that episode for you guys and then we're gonna do a uh 2023 best of just kind of a wrap-up episode for the year talking about some of our uh, highlights for the year some of our low points and just kind of celebrating the uh first year of the podcast yeah, and then we also we'll
0: have- i'd also like okay. to discuss like some of our, our milestones with the podcast as well so
1: yeah that'd be cool. That's actually a great idea for that episode um, and then what, do you guys have any specific specials picked? um we do uh we
0: have a a few we haven't speculated, so we're gonna do six each, but we haven't picked out all of them just yet. um yeah. I think you've got a few more picked out than I do at the moment. I think I've got two or three maybe
1: so yeah, and I've got like four or five picked out, but they're gonna be a wide uh Wide variety, just some of our personal favorites. Yep. And um
0: some of mine might not even just be personal favorites. It's just ones that I like. It's it's more enjoyable. Like I could just watch that one, you know.
1: Yeah. Um there's some I wanted to say. Oh, for twenty twenty four, uh, we are planning to do another uh kind of big project at some point, kind of like we did with AOT, where we have how many episodes do we have for AOT six? Um, five. I think six, f- five or six. Um, we kind of want to do. Are you looking?
2: Uh, not. I. I can, but uh, let me look here. Let's pull. One. I can pull it up. Okay. So, why is YouTube doing that to me? Okay.
3: Um, one, two, three or
2: five five yeah yeah we, we, did, did, so in
0: we did five, five episodes
2: <laughs>
0: well, yeah we had a couple that mind. covered a lot <laughs> we did like the just... entirety of season three in uh in one episode
1: yeah we did i feel Which... like we really rushed the season three one like yeah. look at that timestamp.
0: yeah
1: and then compare it to like uh our final well no our final one's not that long either
0: well the final How one did... we covered uh final chapter part two i oh, know
1: and the and the final
0: uh we do final, final specials final uh season part part two and then the finals the final specials part one and two
1: that's wild how how the hell did our odd taxi episode become like 45 minutes longer than the entirety of season three
0: <laughs> i don't know it's a great question. Uh, I,
1: I Either we're getting better at discussing this, or we're getting worse with wasting everyone's time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Lord. Uh, uh, so
1: we're going to do a, a big series like that again. Uh, we have some ideas floating around. I know some of the ones that we have uh, floated around, uh, one of them was The Wire. It was We were thinking about doing a more traditional television series. Kind yeah haven't really done a whole lot with tv um so we were thinking about i know the wire was one that we were considering uh succession was another one we were considering and there was a couple others too if you guys have any thoughts on that or anything you uh want to see us talk about it could even be for smaller episodes Uh, um
0: in the discord the toaster discord if you haven't joined yet i did just create a new channel specifically for podcast questions that's also open to suggestions as well.
1: So, were we like reading each other's mind? When did you? When did you do that? Just last now? week. You did that last week. I did. <laughs> That's wild. Because yeah. I was thinking about that a couple of days ago. I was like, it'd be cool if we yeah. get. Like- There'll
0: be a link for the Discord down in the description on the YouTube channel, and I think I can do a link in the um, Spotify description as well. So,
1: well, very cool.
0: It'll be so, available. Uh, um, at your leisure to do whatever you want, just ask us questions about the podcast. Uh, make some suggestions if you want to. Let us know what you think.
1: So, uh, I think that's about all we have, uh, for this one. I know we've got our Christmas special episode coming up pretty soon, uh, for TV, so be on the lookout for that. And other than that, that's. All I have. I hope you guys have a fantastic evening.
0: Yep. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you, gotta say, you gotta say it once, right? We've never I said it. it at all throughout the entire time we've done this. It has to be on YouTube at least once.
1: This is our one use of it. One use. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> all all right. right. Thank thank you guys so much for watching. You all
3: have a fantastic evening. Thank you.